Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. It's an expected thing in a two-year-old, and it might even be adorable, actually, to a certain point at least. All that will and determination and defiance and that tiny little body, it's perfectly normal and hopefully perfectly temporary, as it's something that we usually grow out of. And yet we know, of course, we don't always grow out of it entirely as adults. Stubbornness can be held deep within us, and depending on what the issue is, we might find ourselves digging our heels in and refusing to budge, not wanting to give up an inch. Whether it's pride, or whether it's principle, or some strange mix of the two, stubbornness often can rise up in tense situations. Hopefully we're getting better at this as we get older and more mature, but as we'll see in today's verses, some people will tragically never get better in this area. In today's passage, we finish off the final stage of God's judgment coming upon the earth. Revelation chapter 16 verses 17 through 21 says, The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and out of the temple came a loud voice from the throne saying, It is done. Then there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, and a severe earthquake. No earthquake like it has ever occurred since mankind has been on the earth. So tremendous was the quake. The great city split into three parts, and the cities of the nations collapsed. God remembered Babylon the Great and gave her the cup filled with the wine of the fury of his wrath. Every island fled away, and the mountains could not be found. From the sky, huge hailstones, each weighing about a hundred pounds, fell on people. And they cursed God on account of the plague of hail, because the plague was so terrible. This is the last judgment poured out on the earth, and it is a massive one. A devastating storm and an earthquake that shatters the great city, that levels the earth, with huge hailstones landing upon the people. And yet, even so, the people of earth will not turn back to God. They curse him, acknowledging his power, even as they refuse to repent and refuse the mercy that he has offered to all people. The weight of this judgment is massive, and the accumulative weight of all of these judgments has been very intense. But here, God has come to the end. It is done. A voice thunders from the throne. It's finished. These are the same words that Jesus gave as he breathed his last on the cross. In Jesus' case, the suffering that he took was for the sake of our sins, and it was finished. In Revelation's case, the suffering that the world has received for the sake of their sins is finally finished. Amazingly, the fact that Jesus suffered for our sins means that the world didn't have to suffer for their sins. Jesus did it for them, removing the need for them to suffer justly for their evil. But because of their unwillingness to accept this, to receive the gift of forgiveness that Jesus offers, they are left on their own to reap their own consequences. For the Christian, we say, Jesus paid for my sins for me. For those who reject Jesus in Revelation, the statement is, since I rejected that gift, I will suffer for my own sins. It should not need saying, but receiving Jesus is better. Today, take some time to pray for yourself and for your loved ones. Pray that whatever you may face in your lifetime that might shake your world, that your faith will remain unshakable, steadfast, that your hope will remain strong. 
Pray that nothing will rattle your trust in Jesus and pray that Jesus will reveal himself to you more and more, strengthening your soul and that he will give you everything that you need as you navigate through this life. Thank you.